Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. The Michael K Show. I think Scott Boris, there was a time where he was the smartest man in the room. And that he was going to throw numbers out on why you're all wet on this player. This is the reason why you have to pay him top dollar. I don't know if he's the smartest man in the room anymore. I think that binder that he brought to the teams for Johnny Damon, they've got bigger binders. All right, They already know these numbers. They know all the hidden stuff. Is it possible, Michael, that everybody kind of went to school? And now Scott's not the smartest guy. He's still incredibly intelligent and a tremendous agent, but those little little nuggets, the little piece of information that nobody else had that he had. Is he walking into that meeting now and the guys that he's talking to also know all the stuff and yeah. maybe know a little bit more? The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. I'm glad that that was the lead-in to the hour because usually the lead-in to the hour is not the point God. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing because I thought to myself, boy, that would really have a, like, be a candidate for point guard. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's just been squelched. Yeah, so I think I'm I, uh, Michael. That would be two for two this week after winning last week, and then yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, it's only five hundred one, Don. Yeah, you can you can what, what we're going to talk about next. I'm sure you have a strong opinion on. So the Knicks lost a very difficult game yesterday. Uh, they didn't play well. They were down 19 in the first half. Then they were down 11 in the fourth quarter. They came back to tie it. And then a terrible, admittedly terrible by the officials themselves, call against Jalen Brunson. Three shots on a heave from three points with three seconds left. Uh, they hit two. They won the game by two. Awful. But one of the reasons that the Knicks are struggling right now and why they desperately need the All-Star break is that so many players are hurt. Randall's out. Hartenstein's out. Mitchell Robinson's been out. Um, Jalen Brunson was just out. Now he's back. Yesterday, DiVincenzo played 41 out of 43 minutes. Hamstring issue. OG Ananobi is out. So it's going to be impossible for the Knicks to keep up that great stretch of play with all of these manpower missing. But here's my biggest fear, guys. We celebrate the Knicks. And those that love old-time sports celebrate Tom Thibodeau for not playing in the load management sandbox. Now, there are coaches out there, Hall of Fame coaches, like Popovich. They play in that sandbox. A lot of coaches do. And I'm just worried that the complaints will get to be so much with these injuries and go, does he have to play them constantly? Does he have to play them as many minutes as he does? Now, my rebuttal to that statement would be, Randall separated his shoulder. Had nothing to do with minutes played. Ananobi had a bone chip in his elbow. Nothing to do with minutes played. Now, when you have muscle injuries, though, like Hartenstein, not a muscle, but the Achilles. And yesterday with DiVincenzo, you do worry, is it because they're on the court as much as they are? I don't. And the one thing that I always point to, look at the record of Thibodeau teams in the second half of the season. He's got over like a 62% winning percentage. So they actually thrive because they play a lot. And that's one of the strengths of this team. They want to be out there. They want to constantly play. They don't want to come out. But will the disgust over the injuries get to have those cries so loud? They shouldn't, Should DiVincenzo have been playing that many minutes in a game that really didn't mean anything? And would the hamstring 
have been troublesome if he played 10 minutes. Who knows? You never know with injuries. But I don't want the narrative to change, guys. And that's what I fear with all the injuries. Because you look at the Knicks right now, and it's a strong word, but they're ravaged by injuries to important players. And they're the one team that doesn't do load management. Yeah. I'm concerned. That's the problem is is because, like you said, they're the one team that doesn't do it, and look at all the injuries they've had. Now, I'm with you. I don't think a lot of these injuries had anything to do with playing too much, but is that also part of load management? The less you play, the less chance you have of having a catastrophic injury and missing time. And But I do think there can be a little bit of an adjustment here. All right, all right, the Knicks are starting to move into territory where they're they're becoming an elite team. They're not the little engine that could anymore that's going to need every game more than anybody else. Did you have to put Brunson back in the game against Memphis? Can you just trust the fact that they've got nobody on their team? They're a lousy basketball team. I'm not going to put Brunson back into the game. Last night, we're play- taking on Houston. I'm sorry. we got to beat Houston. I'm not going to have DiVincenzo play 41 of a possible 43 minutes. I'm going to dial it down. Like, So is there a happy medium where he can have trust in the team and maybe, just maybe, to get those guys a little bit of rest, all right, maybe there'll be a couple of games where maybe you would have won, but let's, let's lose the battle to win the war. So I'm with you. I don't want to see load management, but can he make some little tweaks and that might save some bodies down the road. I, I hear what you're saying. I just don't think that's his game. Oh, but I don't think he's going to change. All right, but that Memphis game—they had three starters who were undrafted. It kind of puts pressure on the team to just say, "Guys, listen, we should be able to beat this team. It's presently constituted. I'm not going to sell out like it's Game Seven. Beat them. Rockets stink. Grizzlies stink. Let's go out and beat them. What's wrong with that? You're well, playing I mean, you them. You're not I mean, benching and- them. They jumped out to an unbelievable lead against Memphis, and then, you know, twenty. They were down. Memphis was down twenty with eight minutes left. That's not insurmountable in the NBA, so he put him in. But but and then he hurt his ankle. And listen, Brunson hurt his ankle. It wasn't catastrophic, right? He, he came back, and you know, the, what is it? A couple of games later. But do you say to your team, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm we've got a chance here to rest a player, go out there and win the game, like not be swayed by it. Because that's, that's where it could bite you. I hate these just not playing guys, but I think in those types of moments where you're like, I'm not going to push DiVincenzo. He's never played this many minutes before. Do I really need to do that against the Houston Rockets? It turned out you did, but it puts pressure on the healthy guys to say, come on, let's go out and win this game. And if you don't win it, which you didn't anyway, all right, we'll dust ourselves off. We'll get the next one. So I don't like the load management of not dressing these guys, not playing these guys or reducing their minutes drastically. But you could also say, Michael, that he does seem to push the envelope with these guys. And is that a good idea for now a team that's got bigger fish to fry than just making the playoffs or avoiding the play-in or just winning around? Hey, well, if you want to dance with the big dogs, you're going to need healthy bodies to do it. I think he's pro- the, the The sad part about all these injuries right now is that they might drop to the sixth or seventh seed because these guys aren't coming back for a while. I mean, Adenobi, it's over a month. I mean, I'd be surprised if it was much sooner for for Randall. You don't know with Hartenstein, with the Achilles. So all that great play that put them tied for second, they might drop to sixth. They just might. There's a lot of losses out there now. You know, you lost to uh, – that was only the second time last night you lost to a team under 500. So you're 22-2. and So now – with this lineup, as Presley constructed with all the injuries, you can lose to uh, a bottom feeder team. And now you're going to play a good Orlando team tomorrow to finish up the first half. There's a lot of losses out there if they don't get right. And as you said, Don, are you going to continue to put the pedal to the metal and play Brunson more than you should just to try to squeeze out these wins? Yeah. So I think saying- that's why he wants to grab these wins. So you're saying in this moment, obviously, he's back. You're going to play him. But do you limit his minutes and not go overly crazy trying to beat Orlando and just rest everybody as best you can now to get to this break? Probably be the way to look. And when you look at the Eastern Conference right now, very quietly, the Cavaliers have soared to the number two spot. And then right behind the Knicks are the uh, the Sixers. Yeah. So if they get back Embiid, are, are they are they good enough to pass the Knicks? Yeah. And they just got two wins the Bucks did with Doc Rivers. So all of a sudden, finishing in the top four is not a sure thing. 
especially if all these injuries continue well, to manifest itself in these games where they were they were winning these games easily. Well, if you lose to the Magic, now they're only two back in the loss column. Yep. You know, the Pacers are only four back. Heat, four back. You don't get these guys back, Michael. You talk about maybe seventh and eighth. Right. Like, and I, I think they're too good to have that happen. But, again, I don't know if this is really what the Knicks are with all these injuries. Got to get somebody back. God, they need this break. But it's going to be tough to beat Orlando. And now you're, you're two games away from dropping a sixth. And I'm sorry, as much as I really believe in this team and the depth and all that, are they going to be able to navigate to the, to the conference final having to win on the road? Two rounds. It, it, you guys keep going there. It's just such a long way away. Still, it's let's let's yeah. not. I mean, I'm sorry. I think guys, they can afford to to lose against Orlando, to come out of the break and start out uh, struggling for a couple games and still not give up on anything. No, but you still these new players got to get acclimated to the other guys. I mean, we're 54 games in. It's I know it's the All Star break. It's not the midway point of the season. We're well past that now. You know, once you come back, you're talking about less than 30 games where you've got a chance to try to build up that chemistry, make up ground. And I'm with you, Peter. I believe in this team, and I, I don't think they'll fall to six. But I, they're going to get to the point where you could say goodbye to the three seed. Now it's like four, five, six, battling somewhere there, which means it's possible that maybe you have home court disadvantage in the first. You might be playing Philadelphia in the first round of the playoffs. Would they deserve that draw? See, but with a healthy MB. One thing that I, I disagree with you about, I, I don't care about the seventh game being at home. I really don't. I care about who they're going to play. So if they finish second, they're going to get a much easier opponent. If you finish fifth or you finish sixth, right. then you're going to take on well, an opponent that could knock you out in the first round. And that would be a crime the way this team was playing when it was healthy. Unfortunately, they're not healthy now. Right, but but if you finish fourth, if you finish fifth, yeah, I'm not as overly concerned about the home court advantages that I got to take on a healthy Philadelphia team. Yeah, it's it's so, tough. So all the work that I did, this great regular season, all that I overcame, all the trades, all the depth, my draw in the first round is Philadelphia. Now, and if everything want. goes according to plan, now in my in the second round might be Milwaukee or Boston. Like it's just it 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 it's crazy the path. If we're going to get this team to the conference final, the idea was, you know, maybe maybe get a little bit of an easier draw. Now, well, I'll believe it when I see it with Cleveland. We'll see what they do when they get to the playoffs. That might be a different story. But to have to play a Boston, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia early doesn't bode well to be able to get to the conference final. Quick uh, football note: so John Lynch the GM of the 49ers, said that the reason that they took the kickoff in overtime, a lot. I think Don was the one who mentioned this yesterday, was because the defense was exhausted. Yeah, that's what Romo had said. Yeah. So that makes some sense, but the defense still – it's not like they score and the game's over. The defense is still going to play, but I guess they're saying, well, this gives them a little bit more of a blow on the sidelines. And I thought it was fascinating, too, what came out yesterday – if the 49ers scored a touchdown on the opening drive and the Kansas City Chiefs came back and scored, they were going for two. Hmm. So that seems really, wow, gutsy, but it makes sense to me. It does, you know, it does because, make sense. Because then it's sudden death with them. The, the 49ers get the ball again, and a field goal wins it. So right. why not go for for two? Yeah, because... because I, again, I don't want to play the analytical game, but it kind of just makes sense to do it here from a percentage standpoint. What are my percentages of converting the two? Let's just and say then what are 50, my percentages of stopping them from kicking a field it's, goal? It's it's Maybe it's about the same. Well, you but, have Patrick Mahomes, though. I, you should be able to pick up two yards. Expe- yeah. Especially against an exhausted defense. Yeah, but the problem with that is... It's not the one, it's at the two. So running the ball is still an option, but it's tougher. And remember, it's a little easier to defend because there's less field. So don't I don't look at it and, well, I just get two yards. There's a difference between getting two yards of your own 20 and getting two yards at their two. It's still tough. I don't know what their Can percentages were. Can you imagine the, the, the exhilaration of a Super Bowl ending, the, the amount of pressure on that one play? Oh, my Lord. It, it, would, would, be, have been, it would have been literally one of the great plays but, of all time. Yeah, think about it, Peter. You know how these getting a field goal—we've always talked about like having to top, stop a team from kicking a field goal. It almost seems like an impossibility. 
Like you almost feel like you lost. If you if you if you kick a field goal and take a three point lead with like a minute and a half to go, you're like, how are we going to hold this lead? You know, the, it's so easy to get in the field goal range, and especially uh, Mooney had kicked a 55 yarder. So what right, am I going to do? Especially you started at the 25 all the yeah, time. Now. I'm starting at the 25 yard line. So what do I get to gain? Like 30 yards to have a uh, 30, 40 yards? It doesn't seem like God. That's what it really comes down to, right? Is can I stop this team from gaining 40 yards to kick a, a reasonable field goal? Or going for two and winning the game and taking it out of their hands. I, I think it's fascinating. And, and I believe them. I, I think that's what they would have done. And I think that was the proper thing to do. And I'm sure they have a call in their back pocket yeah. for it. And, um, and, also, and also remember, guys, it's, it's, it's one thing to hold a team to a field goal in a normal circumstances. Now they've got to go for it on fourth down, right? Because they've, they've, they've got to answer. Like, so it's so it's... It, I guess they don't have, with the game being tied, they don't have to go for fourth down, but it would definitely change the way they kind of go about it. God, it's so, I think I would have done it too. I think, I think, I, and I totally believe that Andy Reid would do it. And Brock Purdy said that Brian Greasy, the quarterback coach of the 49ers, definitely pulled them together before overtime and told them the overtime rules, told the offense. So I guess Kyle Yusek wasn't listening. And I will maintain still that this is not that important. Knowing the rules? Yeah. I think it is. Knowing when the game ends or not to me is no, knowing the rules. Like if you don't if you think you're allowed to step out of bounds, Don, that's a huge problem. But <laughs> but to me, assuming your players are playing 150% all the time, knowing this remembering this rule change, I just don't know. I think it seems well, like a story that's so appealing to people, but in reality, well, what does it mean? Well, What's well, the difference? Well, it depends, right? Like they scored the touchdown with 3 seconds to go. So if you thought the rule was there would be another quarter, then you need your head exam. Why would you think there's another quarter? The thing you would think is is that it would end when the three seconds are up. So you wouldn't play any differently defensively. The only way it would be a problem is is if there was like ten, if there was five minutes left, and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're going to score the touchdown. We're going to get the ball back. That would be an issue because I think you might play differently, Peter. And also, knowing that there's if, a margin if you're for if you're the Forty ers offensive players and you think, Maybe. well. In the past, it would end with a score, and you just like maneuvering to get into a field goal position. You could play 150%, but whether you give the extra effort to, to try to get into the end zone or just, or just get the first down so we'll, we'll win it on a field goal, you got to know the rule. There, there are instances where it impacts what you do. I hear um, you. I hear you. Uh, Anthony, so the NFL way too early power rankings, was that from ESPN? Oh, yeah, only the very best. Amazing. They're power ranking teams next year before the draft, before free agency. That's like when Rex said, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Didn't, didn't even know what the roster was. <laughs> right. But they this had the Ravens stupid. 1, Chiefs 2, 49ers 3, Lions 4, Bills 5. Um, I'll give you the top 10. Dolphins 6, Cowboys 7, Eagles 8, Texans 9, Packers 10. All right, so how about our beloved locals? Where do you think they are? Mm. Low. Yeah, I would Who's think, lower, well, the Jets or well, the Giants? Well the, well, the Giants, obviously. you got a healthy Aaron Rodgers coming back. Jets are, we want to give a guess where they are? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Jets are 22 and the Giants are 26. The Jets are 17, Petey. Hey, now. Yeah, the Jets are 17. That's interesting. Don't and hate the it. Giants are 27. Uh, of interest to some people on the show, the Commanders are 31st. No. I'm not interested. And the Panthers are 32. I'm not interested. We don't know who our quarterback is. We haven't spent a dollar in free agency, but okay, I'll play a little. So so they've got the Jets at least on the fence of making the playoffs. Yeah. Because 14 teams make They're considered the ninth best AFC team. So they're out. God. (laughs) So are you, you agree with that? That a healthy Aaron Rodgers, now I don't know if they're playing the game of we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy, whatever, but if I tell you Aaron Rodgers is healthy all year long, you think that they wouldn't make the playoffs? All right, so let's let's pick that apart. Aaron Rodgers is healthy, and you know they, they don't have an unbelievable running back. They have a good running back. They have Garrett Wilson. They don't have Devontae Adams or, or uh, that sort of player. Well, Hall's a really good running back, Michael. Yeah, okay, but but he, he's not Christian McCaffrey. He is a good running back. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that there are, there are eight teams better than the Jets? 
Well, Michael, it, they, with with Aaron Rodgers, are they better than the Bills? They could be. Oh, Why couldn't they, they be? Well, wait they a minute. They, could they be. how many games did they win last year? Seven. Seven games with nobody. So now you add Aaron Rodgers, and you tell me you can't win three more games? I would think ten would get you in. I'd be surprised if they won ten games. Well, who and they wins didn't the East? Get it. Is it going to be the Dolphins or is it going to be the Bills? Or do you think the Jets have a chance to win the East? I mean, I, what's changed? We all felt that this team was going to be a playoff team. Some people were saying Super Bowl or bust or whatever. I would think they'd at least try to address the offensive line. You're you're telling me that this is that they they can't compete like they did last year. Well, going well, in? they they can, but I you're mean, also putting a lot of eggs into the basket of a 41 year old that played four plays, and, right. the, and the year before it wasn't I, great. I get it, but I'm just saying that it's still not that big of a difference. He didn't play last year. So, I mean, I would think his body's fresh. They but beat the Bills with Zach Wilson on opening night. They kind of have the Bills number. Things were a mess by the time they played the Bills again in Buffalo. Listen, I'm not going to pick them to win the division this time, but you can't say it's not in the conversation. But if you want to give Miami and Buffalo the nod, okay. You ha- no, no, you have to give them the nod. Okay. All right, so that's two. So then now they're obviously competing for a wild card. Miami would be one wild card. Now now you go over to the north. Yeah, I, 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 You're going to tell me that Cleveland's definitely better than the Jets? No. Are you going to tell me that Baltimore's clearly better? Yes. Yes. Are you going to tell me Cincinnati's clearly yes. better? I am. Yes. Well, I don't know, Michael, but you, 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 you instantly said no to Cleveland. <laughs> Can you really say it about Cincinnati? Yeah, because they have Joe Burrow. I know, but Cleveland he's also Deshaun Watson. I'll, I'll right, but Joe Cleveland Biden. was good without Deshaun Watson. But I don't know if you could definitively say either is going to be better. And then you, you don't go to think the Cincinnati South. with a healthy Joe Burrow is better than the Jets? They could be. I, I said definitively better. If you want to say yes, I, I think it's arguable. We could see how it comes well, back. If, if, if you had a team that was built to win that, this coming season, who would you want as your quarterback, Don? No, I'd Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow? I would want Burrow. But Rodgers isn't nothing. You know, let's not like throw the guy we don't out. We know I mean, what Rodgers is. That, that's why they're listed. That's as, it, it, we don't know what he is. We uh, don't know what he looks like, and we don't know if he plays. And then, um, well, we were t- having this conversation, assuming he played all seventeen games. All right, somebody's got to win the South. But are you going to tell me Houston's better? Jets beat Houston without Aaron Rodgers this year. Jacksonville. All right, you give the, give them the division, but nobody else. They're better than Indianapolis. Certainly better than Tennessee. All right, they're not better than Kansas City, but could they be with a healthy Aaron Rodgers better than Los Angeles? Sure. Better than Oakland? Yeah. Better than Denver? Yes. So, so no wild card out of the – they could be no wild card out of the West. So, yeah, they'd be competing with Cincinnati. I think they'd be better than Pittsburgh. So competing with Cincinnati. If we give Baltimore the division, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Buffalo, Miami. So they, they'd be in that. So five teams for three spots. To say they, they don't have a chance would be foolish, but to say that they're definitely in is also foolish. No, but it just I, I so it's all because he got hurt last year, because everybody going in felt the playoffs were a lock. The rankings also have Jacksonville and Indy ahead of the Jets. Why would Indy be ahead of the Jets? Because because they had a good year without their starting quarterback. So they're gonna get Richardson back, who's dynamic. All right, so people have obviously fallen out of love with Aaron Rodgers, and I and I, and I get it. Well, he got hurt love, last I mean, year. No, but I, I just if, it's not out of love, Don. They they've fallen in doubt. They don't well, know. Well, clearly because nobody nobody had them ranked this low last year. Now he did get hurt, no question. It was a non-contact injury, pretty much. I guess if you want to debate whether he was hit or not, and the offensive line didn't look great. But I'm, I'm just looking at this team. They won seven games without him. And Aaron Rodgers can't win you three more games, and we're and we're and we're definitely going to say that Cincinnati and Cleveland and Buffalo and Miami are definitely going to win north of ten. Like no. it, it, it's not it's not possible that Tua couldn't get hurt, or that the Bills are taking a bit of a dip here, or that Burrow takes some time to get back after you know missing so much of the season, and Cleveland ends up being a mess again. I mean, the, and all these things are possible. Anything right. could happen. Don, they could cancel the whole season next year. We don't know. But I don't no, think I don't it's think that much of a stretch. The things I'm saying. 
Like I mean, you say, can't cancel the season. Could could you know, Tua has had concussions before? Watson's been a mess for, uh, for Cleveland. Yeah, but he, sure. But even as a mess, that team was better than the Jets. But yeah. Let's take a brief timeout. We'll debate this when we get back. 1-800-919-3776. Listen up. It's me, Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. Nothing. I felt the difference. And let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. So call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's 1-888-534-3637. Again, 1-888-534-3637. Use the code ESPN10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Well, do you want to experience an inflammation of money and happiness? Watch your bank account grow with an extra pep in your step. Catch Jovia-itis, a side effect of not-for-profit banking with Jovia Financial Credit Union. When you bank with Jovia, you may see an increase in savings, growing checking account balances, and reduced rates on loans. Symptoms may include greater happiness, reduced stress, and general feelings of financial freedom. Join Jovia and start spreading the wealth. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Very quickly, Don. Very yeah. quickly. Shesterkin, mm-hmm. shut out. 2 nothing yesterday. So something's working. And the the Rangers continue to win. What is it, five in a row? Yeah, five in a row. It's the longest current winning streak in the National Hockey League. And Calgary's not a playoff team right now. They're three points out, but they had come in winning five straight. Markstrom was terrific in that winning streak, and he was terrific last night. But Shesterkin was a little bit better, and he gets his first shut out of the year, his 12th of his career. And and they got it right, Mike. Everybody wanted there to be a, a, a controversy with the goaltender. They said he wasn't going to play the first two games out of the break. He didn't. He got the play in Chicago and played well. Now he pitches a shutout last night against Calgary. So he got to work with Benoit Lair, the best goaltending coach in the National Hockey League, and looks like he's back on track. And, you know, VC had a great empty net goal, stole the puck away from uh, Hannafin to put the game away. And uh, they looked great last night. Now they got a very winnable game Thursday against Montreal. And maybe they can go into the stadium series on Sunday against the Islanders, riding a nice uh, six-game winning streak. So we'll see. Let's go to Pat in Hoboken. Patty. Guys, how are you today? Good. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, to wish Don a very, very happy birthday. I always know it's Don's birthday because it's also my sister's birthday. Okay. So, uh, you know, happy, happy day, Don. And what's your sister's name? Missy. Happy birthday, Missy. Oh, Missy. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. That was very nice of you. No, now, Don, I, did you... I, Go ahead. 
I know. I just I was noticing on a number of the callers. Does it seem like um, maybe there's been some celebrating Don's birthday early this year? Because uh, it, it sounds like a lot of festivities among the callers. I, you say I they think, sound drunk. I think we've had at least I, two high callers. I, I don't even think it's alcohol. I, I think they were high. I one sounded kind of like bourbon drunk. <laughs> oh, you're specific with the alcohol. Wow. Well, I used to be a bartender, and you know, you know that that kind of bourbon messiness. Oh, I like that, Pat. Good job. Yeah, yeah. We've we've had a couple of uh, odd ones, but we we appreciate all phone calls, Pat. Um, I, I think our percentage of hot, drunk or high has been about the same as it usually is. Don, did you uh, did you text at least I did the great Howie Rose his seventieth birthday today? I DM'd him. Oh, okay. I I, I have his, something. I have his phone number, but we seem to communicate better on DM, which tells me that maybe he doesn't have my number. Or I'm not in his phone, but I'm comfortable with that. I have not heard back. I don't even know if he knows it's my birthday. But um, I did send out a message. Yes. Did you? Uh, did you, uh, Peter, wish Howie a happy birthday? I I did not. Though I I like Howie. We don't have that sort of relationship. I'd like to. I'd like to make that happen sometime. Did you? This year. Yeah. Let's go to Dalton. Love that Ooh. name in South Carolina. Dalton. Dalton. It was a roadhouse. Yes, this is Dalton. How are you Hello? doing? Yeah. The name. Yes, Mike. I got two questions. Can I ask two questions? Of Make course. Sure. Three, Peter, okay, three. the first question Number three, is, yeah. Go ahead. That, um, the referees, this nothing happens to them. All the empires, when they make a bad mistake, they kick, they kick the, the player out, they kick the, the manager out, and there's no repercussions to them. I wonder why. You mean if a ref has a bad call? Yeah, the ref has a bad call, like um, it, like when it says a foul is not a foul, or the empire says a strike and it's not, and it's, and it's not a strike, and they so kick the you, you want the them thrown out, out of the game? The I mean, like, in, in baseball, Dalton, yeah, I'll talk it, about will, that it will eventually cost them postseason assignments, but yes. if we're talking about that last call with the Knicks yesterday. It'd be awfully hard to throw a guy out of a game when there was contact on the play. Yeah, it should not over. have been a foul call, <laughs> but there was contact. And the game was over, Michael, so you couldn't throw right. out of a game. That just yeah, you, you, the, the final two seconds, you're out. So what do you guys think? Number three? Yeah, it was number three. Let's go to Chauncey and Westwood. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, good. Just want to say uh, happy birthday to Don. Thank you. And um, so... When it comes to the whole ref thing from last night, look, we talk about the same guy with the LeBron James call. Now the same thing happens last night. You know, you get you get strike one, strike two. I don't think you can get get a strike three in this instance. I mean, like, how, how can you possibly – it would be irresponsible for Adam Silver and the NBA to allow this guy to continue to call games. I mean, it's, it's really just unacceptable. I mean, they're – I assume that this is like a well, you know, a uh, high demand job. Like um, many people want to be refs. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that will be great refs that will not make a call that egregious. So uh, if you're doing it on a consistent basis, how long until they say, you know what, you're done? That's a good question, Chauncey. I don't know what they do in the league office and how they evaluate these guys and whether or not there are strikes against him. And that, you know, eventually he'd be pushed out of the league. I'm right. not sure. Now, do I think if that was the 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 only time that he's had an egregious bad call that that's fireable offense? Of course not. Everybody's going to have an off night, a bad moment. But who was it that was sound that we played that thought that maybe it was a lack of focus? Um, Steve Javi. If Steve I Javi. if I had a conversation with him, like, what happened on that play? And he said, oh, I really thought he fouled him. There was contact. All right, you could agree to disagree. All right, I, I think it was a bad call, but at least you're giving me your reasons. If he said, I'm, I'm sorry, man, I just I, I had my mind on someplace else, boom, you're out. Last play of the game, your mind's wandering? That's That I can't have because now you're not doing your job. Yeah, we can agree to disagree on the call, and if you, you want to fight that you believe that that was actually a foul, we can have a, a conversation. Okay, then we have, we have a disagreement here. But don't you think, Michael, if he told you, ah, you know, there was a hot woman in the stands, and I was kind of looking at her, and well, you know, I, had a, I, had a, I had a flight to catch, and I've had a really bad week, and I just I, my mind was someplace else, then you're out. 
because I can't I, have your mind wandering the last play of the game. What I would push back with Chauncey, there aren't that many people that could do this. I mean, yeah, they could run up and down the court and try, but, I mean, these are the best of the best that are out there. It's, it's, it's a, not it's that easy job. to get officials. And, and they're seeing something in real time, and then we have the benefit of looking at it a thousand times in slow motion and say it's an awful call. I do think it was a bad call. And sometimes bad calls happen, but don't all of a sudden make it seem like if you were in that exact same situation that you would know what was going on as fast as the game is, how athletic they have to be, Michael. I mean, these mm-hmm. aren't umpires in baseball. I mean, you're running up and down the court or an official in the NHL. They've got to keep up with, with a fast game on skates. Uh, you're, but, I mean, it is, it is their job. No, it's their job, We don't Peter. do this. They do it. Do you know how he spells oh. his first name? That, I mean, that's something that has to be looked at, too. Jason, J-A-C-Y-N. Uh, you know what? Well, that's reason for concern. Let's go mm. to Carlisle and Lindenhurst. Hello, Mike and uh, Peter and, and Don. Uh, happy birthday, Don. Thank you. Um, um, you're welcome. Um, the, the New York Jets. All right, we got Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, he'd be ready, you know, for the new year. But first, Joe Douglas got to do something about the offensive line. You got to protect the quarterback. Okay, just a couple of pieces if we if we can go out there and get some little help here and there. Uh, another wide receiver, um, one more, uh, one uh, defensive uh, deep, uh, cor- cornerback. Okay, that, that's all we got to do. Just you know, a piece here, piece there, and uh, I think well, Carla, if they you, do you, that, you're, you're talking if about they do that. We can we can make the wild card. Well, I mean, you're talking about a lot of pieces. They need a left tackle. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, if you, Aaron Rodgers right didn't that. get hurt in the fourth play of the season, and we thank you for the call, yeah, he would have gotten hurt. I mean, that offensive line couldn't block anything. And this is a, an immobile 41-year-old quarterback. They better have a stout offensive line, starting with a left tackle, his blind side. And they've got a draft pick where they, I think they can address that. They've got some cap space to address it. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's crazy to think they can miss the playoffs for sure. Um, but I just thought that they'd be ranked a little bit higher if everything were to stay equal. But I, I think they probably realize with the offensive line in flux, with a forty-one-year-old quarterback, is it realistic to believe he's going to play all seventeen games? Well, the key though is, and the Jets are trumpeting this: is there'll be new uniforms out in April. Oh well, you know what? And by the way, some of those. Correct me if I'm wrong. Some of those uniforms have some health protections in them. Isn't that correct? Uh, that I don't know. But yeah. they felt so compelled and so excited about that that after a guy that they traded for a seventh-round draft pick caught the winning touchdown in overtime <laughs> into the Super Bowl, they put out that that uniform is coming. I, 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 I can't imagine. that. Did anybody think that was a good idea? Anyone? The guy who hit send. Oh, my God. Great. I, 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 here's the problem with sports teams now. Throughout all sports, they don't have a mature adult in charge of that. Yeah, but no, but in this case, really I disagree. Don't. Now, this isn't just sending out a tweet. This was obviously an organizational decision that we're going to launch the promotion of the date that we're going to have our new uniforms moments after the Super Bowl. I don't think that was somebody on social media that did. They had a conscious decision. Well, that, well they, then they've got to reevaluate. But don't, but don't you think that is? I mean, they know the date, April 24th. They all got together and said, you know what's a good idea? Soon as the game-winning touchdown is scored, let's send out that we're going to have new uniforms next year and let's announce the date that we're going to show them. That, that didn't come from some intern. That had to come from everybody collectively having a conversation, thinking it's a good idea, which and I, is scary. I, I think it's fun. I mean, we, we say intern. They're not interns. These are people. But they're young people who have to be hip to, like, run a social media site. And I don't well, think, I think they get the ramifications of what they're doing. And I think they're sort of instructed to be hip, right? Like, we right. want you to reach people. We want you to – our goal is to be cool. But, our, but this, they're but not this thinking. Is, but this announcement, Peter, was from above. Oh, otherwise absolutely. they wouldn't have the information to give. I mean, they, uh, they, they didn't they, send yeah, out didn't a tweet. This, this, this was a whole big graphic with April 24th, whatever the date. So this was an initiative. They were following orders. And, I mean, it's not just um, sports teams that deal with this. I mean, the White House sent out a video of the president talking about how you know, snacks are in smaller bags. This was right before the Super Bowl. I mean, 
social media seems to have really sapped brain power. That they that, that that people like say, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, let's are really d- trumpet the new uniforms for a team. We have the longest stretch of not making the playoffs. Let's really tout the new uniforms. Huh. Again, the next day hits completely different. Right, but not right moments after, after the, right, the season's down. over, it's whatever. Can you imagine like little Billy who who does that? Sitting there with his finger on the send button, waiting till the confetti hits the ground, then hit send. And then, Go. yeah, I did it. I did it. That guy's going to have to dodge criticism, Peter. Speaking of dodge. <laughs> Good work. New York. This is me, Peter Rosenberg, for our friends over at Security Dodge. Long Island Ram and Wrangler headquarters right now. You can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month with zero down. That's right, $2.99 a month. Zero down all during the President's Day sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV based on 2023 IIHS's compact UV segment. Right, Anthony? That's oh, right. yeah. Latest available competitive information, quickest based on 0 to 60 time of 5.6 seconds. Most powerful based on 288 HP. Best handling based on .09 Max G's skid pad vehicle dynamics rating. A weight distribution of 52 over 48. And car and driver's dynamic testing. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. My gut feeling is that he will not be a Met in 2025, especially if Scott digs in. He's kind of comparing him to Aaron Judge, and he wants about $40 million a year. Well, you look at the top paid first baseman in the game, no one makes 30 Freddie Freeman doesn't make 30 Matt Olson doesn't make 30 None of them do. First mm. basemen are not valued the way outfielders are. And also, yeah. it's kind of tough to put him in the same frame of reference as Judge. The last year that Judge had before he became a free agent, he hit 311 and hit 62 home runs. 
Now, Alonso certainly has the capability of hitting 60 home runs. I don't think he's a 300 hitter. He hit 217 last year. So if Scott really thinks he's going to get $40 million a year for Alonso, even if he hit 63 home runs, I don't think it's there. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what, Don, you're behind the eight ball here because uh, I'm 2-0. and oh. There's only three more days left in the uh, week. I'm, I'm starting not to take this seriously anymore. Why? Because that, well, was, that was a good that point. Was, that was a pedestrian opinion. In my humble opinion, I thought the one that led the top of the hour, the most important hour, the five o'clock hour, was was a better point. So it's not that you think he shouldn't have won. You don't think he should have won with that? Yes. So, but real quick, please. Um, I'm listening to the morning show. You love the morning show. I do. Uh, Rick and Dave do a wonderful job, and so they throw to Debbie Duhane for traffic. And she wished me a happy birthday. How beautiful was that? Debbie Duhame gets it. Yeah. Brandy Scott despises us and, and the air that we breathe. It's upsetting. So the, the, Remember that. Alex Lee? Alex Lee loved us. The traffic professional on her own show, nothing. Nothing. Because we're lent to her. But Debbie Duhame, That's a human on the being. morning show, wished me a happy birthday. Yeah, Blast. it tells you a lot, Donnie. Going to get a cake today? Is there going to be a cake? I know it's a Tuesday, but there has to be a birthday cake, right? I don't want to give a lot of something. detail, but the, but the personal day that I had to take on Friday right. has affected my birthday. So I, oh. I think a lot will end up happening a little later in the week. That bothers me. Yeah, but you should okay. be celebrated. But, but, it's a, but I look at it as like an extension. Right, I got a bunch of cards. My mom gave me some scratch offs. I haven't done that yet. A lot of people reached out on on social media. A lot of text messages. But um, we will have a celebration later, so it'll be like the a week of a, of a birthday. Do so the kids know it's your birthday? They forgot oh, uh, when oh, uh, Nancy boy. told them. They were very uh, excited. But oh, boy. no, I, when I when I woke them up this morning and fed them, they never they didn't say a word. I was disgusted. So you were you were actually disappointed. You thought they would yeah. have been prepped. Before I mean, really bed. the the blood, sweat, and tears he puts into these children that they Every can't day. remember his birthday. Wow, not right. Well, they know it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah, because they're getting that they gift. remember. Yeah, yeah, because they get a little you know some little some heart candies at work. At work, I mean, school. <laughs> I got them on the. Salt Are they mine. working, Don? No, but yeah, they, they are filling, because it was a snow day today, they're they filling out their um, Valentine's Day cards for school tomorrow. Oh, that was always a blast for me. Don't remember that when you were grade school, Michael? Getting no, I didn't give out card. Valentine's Day. No. Really? Really? You, you really? You chose to not participate? I just studied Yankee books. Wow, that is strong. That And that's why you didn't have an interest in women until your 30s. No, no, not 30s. Sorry. Maybe early 20s. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that much of an exaggeration. No, but 30s makes me sound weird. I know. 20s, 20s, 20s like, is I'm totally just, normal. I'm just a little slow. So but what do you 30s say 20s? Weird. Was it 21, 22, 20? Probably 20. What was, it, what was the turning point? So uh, 20, that's 1983. Uh, it was No, 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 no. Hard body. 1981. Oh, so was it just like... It was, your, uh, it was somebody I met in college. Oh, I thought it was just like the complete disgust that Dave Winfield signing didn't work no. out. No, although that, that when Ken Landro <laughs> caught the final out of the 1981 World Series, I said, that's it, I'm done. I, uh, you said, I've had enough. I've had enough. It, it's over. To now, it's time, now it's time for me to move on to other And now things. you've been unleashed on the women of the world there. And you know what? And Peter, I got to tell you, you know, Michael and I have our differences and we poke fun at each other and all that. But uh, he, it was one hell of a run. He, yeah, that's what you always say. When he finally settled down on Jody, I hope she realized the absolute compliment that was when he proposed. Because the run he was on, you're saying. Well, it see, was... well, well, let's clear one thing up, Peter, because you weren't there then. <laughs> the, the reason why the run looks that impressive is because I'm hideous. Oh, yeah. And, like, I did okay. It, I mean, there have been other people that didn't on this run. Don's trying to be nice. I was, I'm just, I'm a hideous-looking person. Right. And I happen to get pretty decent-looking women to go out with me. Right. So it but looks no, yeah, like Because it's true. Now, you could look at it as me devaluing Michael. <laughs> but I'm not. Like, there was not one woman 
that he introduced me to where I said, Michael, what are you doing? Or, or wow, but I, I looked at it and said that he's way in over his skis. All the time. He outkicked his coverage every single time. Now, you can look at that as a, a disrespect to Michael, or you could just say that he had... Or, or you could also add... You know, late 70s Baltimore Oriole rotation. Or you could also say for him to go below his coverage, like to not outkick it. Never saw mean, it, not once. But, but Don, to say that he found someone who was exactly his physical equal... Never. ...would mean that he was scurrying through the forest, grabbed a carnivorous forest chicken, picked it up, and, and took that out on a date. Do you see what I'm saying? He had to outkick a, his coverage. A, a carnivorous... See, See, he's insulting you, Michael, just in case you didn't get oh, the, I know. the I'm, translation. I, 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 I'm not I'm just saying it's not possible is what I'm saying. Maybe I'm it not, wasn't possible. But I, have seen, I, have, I have seen unequal in, in my life, right? Where, and, and the other way, where I, I saw attractive men that I'd say, wow, I think you could do better. Not just looks, but just personality. Get, they, name someone. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right now. A spouse. Tell us someone whose spouse you think is just hideous. Well, I don't know if you ever. T- I always joke around with Jimmy. We were out in Suffern, New York, and there was a and there was a girl that I uh, was talking to, and I was interested in her. And I said to Jimmy Stark, I said, Jimmy, what do you think? And you know what his answer was? Mm. And tell me if I shouldn't have been insulted. He's like, Oh, she's nice for you. Oh my God. Th- there's no. To this day, he doesn't think that was an insult. I took it as an insult. Wait, no, no. There, it's only an insult. There's no version of it where there's no debating is it or is it not an insult. <laughs> or, or he just has a very, very high opinion of himself. Or a low opinion of you. Yeah, I could go either way, but I, I took it as a low opinion of me. ENN's coming up in just a moment. Everybody wants to stay around for that. Hey, do you want to experience an inflammation of money and happiness? Watch your bank account grow with an extra pep in your step? Catch Jovia-itis, a side effect of not-for-profit banking with Jovia Financial Credit Union. When you bank with Jovia, you may see an increase in savings, growing checking account balances, and reduced rates on loans. Symptoms may include greater happiness, reduced stress, and general feelings of financial freedom. Join Jovia and start spreading the wealth. From Thanksgiving all the way to the big game is typically a sports fan's season of eating, but now it's time to get ready for spring training. Reach out to NJ Diet today. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you'll lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva, along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and safer, too. NJ Diet is all natural, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.